Welcome to another episode of Enigma Zone. Today we're covering the Book of Enoch. We are picking up on chapter 26 and I'm going to read verbatim up until chapter 36. If you have not listened to the other two episodes, I believe, go and check them out. A brief summary, the Book of Enoch is a text, religious text, inspired or written by Enoch himself, who was Noah's descendant. This book, this text, was taken out of the Bible, most Bibles anyway, and has been in a way denounced because of its content. It's a bit controversial. And this is my first time reading the book, so I find it very interesting and I want to share it with you guys. One quick disclaimer, I do apologize now for the potential mispronunciations. After each chapter or so, I will read I will give you my thoughts on each chapter, my interpretation. Of course, I may miss some things. I'm not a theological expert or anything like that. However, if you want to send me your thoughts on the Book of Enoch or anything like that, you can email us. You can email us at enigmazonepod at gmail.com. Once again, it's enigmazonepod at gmail.com and I will make an episode, a special episode about it, and I will cover your thoughts and credit you, of course. Um, One more thing, I am also going to read, I have the actual book, so if you hear any pages flipping, that's going to be present in this podcast episode. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. A quick side note, in the last episode, I confused the cherubim with the seraphim. I basically said that the cherubim were the ones that were closest to God or protecting God's throne per the Bible and per the Book of Enoch, but no, it's the seraphim. So with that said, let's go ahead and start chapter 26. And I went from thence to the middle of the earth, and I saw a blessed place in which there were trees with branches abiding and blooming of a dismembered tree. And there I saw a holy mountain, and underneath the mountain to the east there was a stream, and it flowed to the south. And I saw towards the east another mountain higher than this, and between them a deep and narrow ravine. In it also ran a stream underneath the mountain. And to the west thereof there was another mountain, lower than the former, and small of elevation, and a ravine deep and dry between them. And another deep and dry ravine was at the extremities of their of three mountains. And all of the ravines were deep and narrow, being formed of hard rock, and trees were not planted upon them. And I marveled at the rocks, and I marveled at the ravine. Yes, I marveled very much. Chapter 27 Then I said, For what object is this blessed land, which entirely filled with trees and this accursed valley between? Then Uriel, one of the archangels, said, One of the holy angels who was with me answered and said, The accursed valley is for those who have accursed forever. Here shall all the accursed be gathered together who uttered with their mouths against the Lord, unseemly words, and of his holy glory. Speak hand or hard things. Here shall they be gathered together, and here shall be their place of judgment. In the last days there shall be upon them the spectacle of righteous judgment, in the presence of the righteous forever. Here shall the merciful Bless the Lord of glory, the eternal King. In the days of judgment over the former, they shall bless him for the mercy in his accordance with which he has assigned to them their lot. 
Then I blessed the Lord of glory and set forth his glory and landed him gloriously. So chapter 27, what I've gathered from reading this brief um, passage is that Archangel Uriel describes a place that most of us would kind of associate to being somewhat of a hell where those who basically don't believe in the Lord and speak ill of him and whatnot are going to live there for all eternity. In the last episode, we read another passage where it also states this, that there are these types of different locations that Enoch is taken to and told by the archangels that in one of them, they keep all the evil people who've sinned severely on earth. And in other location, they keep those who are in a way good spirits. And they state how, I think it was Abel and one or the other, I can't recall, Abel or Cain, the one, the innocent one, I guess, is there. His spirit is there. And so I kind of put forth the thought of there being different levels of heaven. And this is something that I have heard of before from people that are very spiritually open-minded and in a way it kind of does make sense. It's quite interesting. Chapter 28 And thence I went towards the east into the midst of the mountain range of the desert and I saw a wilderness and it was solitary full of trees and plants, and water gushed forth from above, rushing like a copious watercourse which flowed towards the northwest. It caused clouds and dew to ascend on every side. Chapter 29 And thence I went to another place in the desert and approached to the east of this mountain range, and there I saw aromatic trees exhaling the fragrance of frankincense and myrrh. And the trees also were similar to the almond tree. Chapter 30 And beyond these I went afar to the east, and I saw another place, a valley full of water, and therein there was a tree the color of fragrant trees such as the mastic, and on the sides of those valleys I saw fragrant cinnamon, and beyond these I proceeded to the east. Chapter 31 and I saw other mountains, and amongst them were groves of trees, and there flowed forth from them nectar, which named Sarara and Galbanum. And beyond these mountains I saw another mountain to the east of the end of the earth, whereon were also trees, and all the trees were full of stacked, S-T-A-C-T-E, being like almond trees. And when one burnt it, it smelled sweeter than any fragrance odor. I like how this book notates a lot or uses a lot, um, how can I say it, makes use of oils and fragrances. And I think that's something you find in the Bible as well. As I mentioned before, I am still in the Old Testament. I, I haven't picked up the Bible in months, to be honest. I began reading it out of curiosity. I had never read it before. And I am on the book of Samuel still. And even then, they describe um, oils and trees and the fragrances that gives the earth. They're special. And they are used to as 
items of gifts for like altars or to worship or thank the lord i guess they light incensing oils and all that stuff and it's something that i also the use of honey in the bible is quite interesting because um the connotation is that honey is the a special liquid of life of sorts and in the book of david right before he or right after he kills goliath they describe it that honey the way it was valued i guess well i don't know if it's directly connected here but you know let's go on chapter 32 and after these fragrant odors as i looked towards the north over the mountains i saw seven mountains full of choice snard and fragrant trees and cinnamon and pepper and thence I went over to the summits of all these mountains far towards the east of the earth and passed above the Erythraean Sea and went far from it and passed over Angel Sotiel. I'm going to go ahead. I wish I would have checked who Angel Sotiel is. Let me highlight it on my book and I will go ahead and look it up and come back. Okay, so I went ahead and looked up Angel Sotiel. He is also known as Angel Fanuel, according to the internet. And he is said to be the fourth angel who stands before God in the Book of Enoch, which was written around 300 BC. After, and he stands after the archangels Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel. His name means the face of God. Let's see. Okay. And it says that Angel Faniel is also known as Sotiel. Okay, it's the fourth member. He's also listed as an angel of exorcism. He is heard expelling Satan's. Faniel has also been linked with the angel of penance, mentioned in the Shepherd of Hermas. Some associate Faniel or Sotiel, the one we just um, read about. That's... How he's also known with Uriel. However, the Book of Enoch clearly distinguishes it too. Okay, so they're two different ones, and sometimes people associate them both as being one. Uriel means the light of God, while Faniel has a different meaning, the face of God. Faniel's duties include bearing up God's throne, ministering the truth, and serving as an angel of judgment. Furthermore, as the Book of Enoch attests, Faniel is the angel of repentance unto hope of to those who have inherited eternal life piercing together the writing piercing piecing i'm sorry together the writings of enoch and the revelation of john faniel along with michael gabriel and raphael will all drink from the winepress of the wrath of god strengthening them in that day the day of the lord it is often thought that faniel is among the angelic voices in revelation 11:15 saying and i quote and the seventh angel sounded and there were great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdoms of our lord and of his christ and he shall reign forever and ever interesting so that is angel sotiel for you going on 
And I came to the garden of righteousness, and I saw beyond those trees many large trees growing there, and of goodly fragrance. Large, very beautiful, and glorious, and the tree of wisdom, whereof they eat, and no great wisdom. Okay, so is this the tree of knowledge? They call it the tree of wisdom, and it's located in the garden of righteousness. In the last chapters, in the last episode, I think they, they, the angels showed Enoch the book, not the book, the, the tree of life. Okay, interesting. Okay. The tree is in height like the fir, and its leaves are like those of the carob tree, and its fruit is like the clusters of the vine, very beautiful, and the fragrance of the tree penetrates afar. Then I said, How beautiful is this tree! How attractive is it to look! Then Raphael, the holy angel who was with me, answered me and said, This is the tree of wisdom, of which thy father, old in years, and thy aged mother, who were before thee, have eaten, and they have learned wisdom, and their eyes were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they were driven out of the garden. Ooh, so this is the tree that was in the Garden of Eden, the tree of knowledge where Adam and Eve ate from. So he was with Uriel, and now he's with Raphael. Raphael is a medicine of God. He is the angel who you can ask if you need help with healing, emotional, physical, if you are a spiritual person, of course. Chapter 33 and from thence I went to the ends of the earth, and saw the great beasts, and each deferred from other, and I saw birds also deferring in appearance and beauty and voice, the one deferring from the other. And to the east of, of those beasts I saw the ends of the earth, where then the heaven rests, and the portals of heaven open. And to the east of those beasts, each beast, let's see, these great beasts, and each differed from other. And I saw, wonder what kind of beasts they are. If they are entering heaven, I know that, I think it's the cherubim, they do not look like sweet little baby angels like we are normally accustomed to seeing them as. Thanks to like the Renaissance paintings and whatnot, they look, I think they have like seven faces and they have like animal hoofs and they guard the Garden of Eden, I think. So could it that be them too? The portals of heaven. Okay, let's see. Let's go on. This is chapter 33 still. And I saw how the stars of heaven come forth, and I counted the portals out of which they proceeded, and wrote down all of their outlets of each individual star by itself, according to their number and their names, their courses and their positions, and their times and their months, as Uriel, the holy angel who was with me, showed me. Okay, so Uriel at this point does show Enoch some of, um, I, I want to say it's, um, I was going to say astrology. That's not it. Uh, astronomy, maybe? Like the, the moon and the, not the moon, but the stars and how they are numbered and named. And if you remember correctly, in the earlier chapters of the Book of Enoch, we find out that the watchers who were sent to protect Earth and protect humans on Earth um, taught them a lot of things that they shouldn't have learned. They kind of served in a way like 
the tree of knowledge, another tree of knowledge type of scenario where they showed them metallurgy and constellation. That's the word I was looking for. And other things, sciences, armor, that they or God wasn't ready to for humans to learn about. He showed all of the things to me and wrote them down for me. Also their names he wrote for me and their laws and their companies. I'm surprised to find out that the angels and the Lord allowed Enoch to know a lot of things and that the archangels were teaching him how, in giving him information about the constellations and whatnot. And I also said this before that there is a theory among spiritual or the spiritual community i guess that enoch did not die as a human on earth that he disappeared he was ascended to heaven and he became an angel that he became archangel metatron who i want to make an episode about too so could that be a reason why he was given such so much information like what made him so special as far as we know, we don't have a lot of background information on Enoch's life. Um, perhaps he was a very, very righteous person, and that's why he was chosen. Uh, right now, he's having a vision or a dream of sorts of all the angels after he went to be the speaker, I guess, for the watchers who sent them. Okay, chapter 34. And from thence I went towards the north to the ends of the earth, and there I saw a great and glorious device at the ends of the whole earth. And here I saw three portals of heaven open in the heaven, through each of them proceed north winds. When they blow there is cold, hail, frost, dew, and rain, and snow. And out of the portals they blow for good, but where they blow through the order other two portals it is with violence and affliction on the earth and they blow with violence interesting so there are portals to heaven that's why they say when you get to the gate okay chapter 35 and from thence I went towards the west, to the ends of the earth, and I saw there three portals of heaven, open such I had seen on the east, and the same number of portals, and the same number of outlets. Chapter 36, the last one. And from thence I went to the south, to the ends of the earth, and I saw there three open portals of heaven, and thence there comes dew, rain, and wind. And from thence I went to east, to the east, to the ends of the earth, and saw here the three eastern portals of heaven, open and small portals above them. Through each of these small portals pass the stars of heaven, and run their course to the west on the path which is shown to them. And as often as I saw, I blessed always the Lord. And as often as I saw, I blessed always the Lord of glory. And I continued to bless the Lord of glory who has wrought, wrought, I butchered that word, sorry guys, great and glorious wonders to show the greatness of his work to the angels and to the spirits and to the men. And they might praise his work and all his creation, that they might see the work of his might and praise the great work of his hands and bless him forever. Okay, so in these chapters that I've read, they're very short. Some of them are longer than the others. I think as the book proceeds, it, they get a bit longer for the most part. So 
we're still on this journey with Enoch on this vision or dream, some say, and some others say it's a vision, where he's with the archangels and he's showing them, or he they are showing him the way it all is and it all works. We know now from the book of Enoch that there are portals to heaven and that there are multiple locations for spirits and people who have and even angels who have not lived their life righteously or that have lived their life righteously we are taken to the garden where the book well, i always want to say the book the tree of knowledge is kept um so that's pretty interesting so that will be it for today. Once again, thank you for joining me. And if you have any information that you want to share, and I'll share it for you on this podcast and I'll and credit you to it, you can email it to me at enigmazonepod at gmail.com. And please stay tuned for another episode on the Book of Enoch. And I will talk to you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>